0: Every business has a chart of accounts, whether they're using a computerized software system or simply recording your income and expenses manually. Even if you have a list of accounts that you use periodically, this is actually your chart of accounts. You'll use this chart of accounts every time that you're doing your bookkeeping for your business. In today's podcast episode, I'm jumping into what your chart of accounts is, how you should maintain it and why it even matters to your business. We're breaking down each part of your chart of accounts and discussing what each section means, as well as how you should be recording your transactions. Whether you're starting a business or side hustle, you're a self-employed individual, a solopreneur, entrepreneur, mompreneur, freelancer, business owner, bookkeeper, or virtual assistant, If you struggle with understanding your chart of accounts in your business, I promise, after this podcast, you'll gain more confidence and you'll find that you have one less reason that's holding you off on doing your bookkeeping on a consistent basis. I want to give you all the tools to make sure that you understand your business finances and that they're up to date so that you have accurate information to make smart business decisions. Listen in as we clear all the confusion around your chart of accounts and what each account really means. If you're a business owner who wants to take your business to the next level, whether you're starting a business, you're building your business, or you're serious about growing your business, I want to invite you to work with me so that you can meet your goals in the most accelerated, streamlined, and efficient way possible. That also aligns with your life and the impact that you want to make with your business. As a CPA, business strategist, and coach, I've created two options for you to choose from when you work with me. The first is my Mastering Your Small Business Finances Profit Lab. This is a group program where we have live weekly business meetings and coaching sessions to answer your questions so that you can generate revenues and increase the profit in your business. You can learn more about The Profit Lab by going to financialadventure.com profit. Or, if you like the idea of working with me on a more private, one-on-one basis, you can schedule a free consultation session where we'll go over where you currently are in your business and where you'd like to see yourself and your business in the future. During this session, we'll begin to map out the steps you need to take to achieve your goals. I'm helping my clients start their businesses, become more profitable, set strategies to move their business forward, and take control of their business and their finances while allowing them the balance and ability to enjoy their personal lives by utilizing business strategy, coaching, mentorship, and support. You can schedule your session today by going to financialadventure.com and clicking on the work with me button. By taking action in your business, you'll achieve your goals. By keeping everything simple, you'll avoid confusion and overwhelm. You'll understand your business finances, your next steps, and you'll follow through with the vision that you have for your business. My goal is to help you dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right. As an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. If you do your bookkeeping on any level, you more than likely hear the term chart of accounts. You may or may not know what this means, but today we'll dive deep into what it is and why it's so important for your business. I'm going to start out by saying that no matter what system you're using to do your bookkeeping, you will have a chart of accounts. If you use an Excel spreadsheet, QuickBooks Desktop, or QuickBooks Online, WAVE, or something similar, there will come a point in time when you need to decide how to allocate each transaction to a specific account. This is where your chart of accounts comes into action. Whether you have a shoebox of receipts or a nicely balanced check register, you'll need to allocate each of these transactions so that you can get a report that will show you exactly how much of each transaction you had. These transactions flow through to your balance sheet and your profit and loss statement or your income statement. These are the reports that you will need to do your tax return at the end of the year. I want to encourage you, no matter what system you use, to try to do your bookkeeping on a consistent basis so that you don't feel overwhelmed doing it all at one time. This is where I see people struggle and stress over getting everything ready prior to getting their taxes done. Bookkeeping doesn't have to be complicated. I want you to imagine each of your transactions for your business. Now, imagine you have a group of buckets, each one with a label on it, such as telephone expense, and all you need to do is take each of your transactions and put them into the buckets that best fit what each transaction is for. Each of the buckets represents an account on your chart of accounts. Once you're done, you simply take all the transactions from that bucket, add them up, and you have the total for that account. Pretty simple, right? Your chart of accounts sorts, organizes, and consolidates each of these accounts, making it easier for tracking each item. It is truly the backbone of your business's finances. So why, when some people hear the term chart of accounts or general ledger accounts, their palms start to sweat, they get nervous, and they start to shut down? Well, maybe this is an extreme exaggeration, but in all reality, I believe it is realistically because they don't really understand what the chart of accounts does for a business. If you're using a computerized software system like QuickBooks, Desktop, or QuickBooks Online, you can easily go to your chart of accounts and get familiar with each of the accounts you have set up for your business. I often get the question about having a number assigned to each of your accounts. Many accountants will use numbered accounts, but in all honesty, I feel this is something that was used more in the past or with bigger businesses. With all the computerized software systems that are out there, the account numbers have started to disappear, and people are just using the actual name of the account rather than the number. And let's be honest, if we don't need to remember that your checking account has the account number 1001 attached to it, that's just one less thing to worry about. Make it simple for your business, and don't use account numbers if you don't have a specific need for them. So let's take a bird's eye view of your chart of accounts. When you look at your chart of accounts, you'll notice that it's broken down into sections. This is done so as you record transactions into each account, it's properly deciding where in your financial statements the amount should go. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about your financial statements being made up of your balance sheet and your profit and loss report, which is also called your income statement. Each time you put something into a bucket that belongs on your balance sheet, those amounts will go to that report. When you put something into a bucket that belongs to your income statement, those amounts will show up on your income statement. This process ensures that you have accurate and useful financial information. The sections in your chart of accounts are broken up into your assets, liabilities, equity, revenues, and expenses. So a quick explanation for each of these items would be your assets are anything that you own. This would be items like your checking account, your accounts receivable, and your fixed assets. Your liabilities are anything that you owe. Your accounts payable or your bills that you need to pay, loans, and credit cards would fall into this category. Your equity is the difference between your assets and your liabilities and it also includes any personal funds that you're taking out of your business. Your revenues are all the sales that you've made in your business, and your expenses are any costs you are incurring in your business. Your chart of accounts should be tailored to your unique business. Each business will have a little different chart of accounts according to the nature of their business. For example, one business may have a loan, which would show up in their liability section, and another business may not have any liabilities at all. Your business can always start with a sample chart of accounts, and you can tweak it to exactly how you need your chart of accounts for your specific business. Typically, when you're recording your transactions, the majority of them are going to be going into your revenue and your expense buckets. When you're deciding which accounts to add to your chart of accounts, I don't want you to go too overboard keep the end result in mind. If there's a particular expense that you would like to see the total for at any period of time, you would want to add this as an additional account on your chart of accounts. For example, if you do a lot of advertising and you would like to know exactly how much you've spent on Facebook ads, billboard advertising, and print advertising at the end of the year or in any specific month, you will probably want to add a subcategory under your original advertising account for Facebook ads, billboard advertising, and print advertising. Then when you go to record each of these transactions, you'll want to make sure that you select the correct subaccount. Remember the saying, garbage in, garbage out. Well, this is exactly what I want you to be thinking when you add subaccounts. If you don't specifically record each transaction into the sub-account, you won't be able to get the quick reporting that you wanted when you originally set up your advertising accounts. What I don't want you doing is setting up an account for every single transaction, especially if you don't see yourself needing to see a total for that specific account. For this, I'll give you an example of office expenses. If you'd set up an account for paper, ink, envelopes, and stamps, you would need to record each of the purchases in each subaccount. If you never really even want to know how much you've specifically spent on envelopes, this could easily just be recorded in one main office expense account, and it would make your reporting much easier to read. Like I mentioned before, keep the end in mind If there's a reason that you'd like to have an account set up, then set it up. But try not to go overboard with too many accounts. Keep it simple. Go through your chart of accounts and make sure that you know what each of the accounts are for. If you have accounts on your chart of accounts that you never use, you should either delete them or at the very least make them inactive. Don't delete any chart of account items that you've used in the past. If it was used before, even if it was used for just one transaction, you'll want to make this account inactive rather than deleting it. By keeping your chart of accounts nice and clean, it will eliminate any accidental entries in the wrong account when you're recording your transactions. Make sure that each account is clearly titled so you know exactly when you should be using it and it will help you remain consistent when recording your transactions throughout the year. Your chart of accounts will also be a great starting point for you if you're looking at setting up a budget. If you're struggling with getting started with your budget, you could go through your chart of accounts and decide for the year just how much you think you'll be spending in each of the categories. It doesn't matter if you're just starting your business or if you've been in business for many, many years. Your Chart of Accounts is one of the most important aspects of your business's financial reporting. If you don't have your Chart of Accounts set up properly, your reporting will be off, and you will not have accurate information to rely on. If you're working with an accountant or a bookkeeper, schedule a quick review of your Chart of Accounts with them. If you're doing your own bookkeeping, if you're a bookkeeper or a virtual assistant, and you have questions regarding how your chart of accounts is set up, let me know. And remember, make sure that you sign up for one of my consultation sessions. These sessions are so valuable for the clients who've been signing up already. My promise to you is that after the session is over, you'll understand more about your business and your personal life after the session. And you'll walk away with knowing exactly what you should be working on next to reach the success that you're striving for. You can go to financialadventure.com and click on the work with me button. I'm looking forward to meeting with you soon and digging deeper to see where you currently are in your business and start creating actionable steps so that you can reach your vision and your goals for the future, not only in your business, but also in your personal life. I'm ready to work with you, see all of your successes, and watch you become a thriving business owner while creating your best work-life balance. I'll post links to this and other valuable resources for business owners and accountants where you're listening to this podcast. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing that you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a 5-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do.